0: Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, October 22nd, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. The candidates prepare for the final debate. President Obama returns to the campaign trail in Pennsylvania. New Jersey's governor enters contagion quarantine. Ireland brings back the shutdown. A majority of millennials now unhappy with democracy. Also ahead, what I, your humble correspondent, would ask Mr. Trump and Mr. Biden if I were moderating the debate tonight. But first, the president and Joe Biden traveling to Nashville, Tennessee for their second and last face-to-face. The debate will be divided into six 15-minute segments, with each candidate given two minutes to respond. Unlike the previous debate, moderator Kristen Welker from NBC News will be allowed to mute the microphones to allow the candidates to answer uninterrupted. This debate is very important for Donald Trump. Barack Obama stumping for Mr. Biden in Philadelphia, the former president, directly attacking Mr. Trump, saying, quote, he hasn't showed any interest in doing the work or helping anybody but himself and his friends, unquote. Mr. Obama won Pennsylvania by 10 points against John McCain, six points against Mitt Romney. Mr. Trump won against Hillary Clinton by half a percent. New Jersey's Democratic governor in self-isolation after being exposed to a staffer who tested positive for COVID. Phil Murphy spent time with an infected worker at a press conference. The governor routinely criticizes President Trump's campaign stops as reckless and unnecessary because of COVID. Well, there you go, Governor. They can get anybody. Ireland, the first country in Europe to reimpose a national lockdown to stop COVID. The UK, France, Italy, and Spain also closing more segments of their economies. As cases hit record highs in Europe, the virus has killed less than 2,000 people in Ireland, most in Dublin. The six-week shutdown begins today. 150,000 Irish may lose jobs. There are 5 million people in the country. New study from Cambridge University in England says 55% of young folks are dissatisfied with democracy. The questionnaire collected annually from nearly 5 million people, it seems younger folks may be getting dumber. Freedom is very valuable. In a moment. Tough questions for the debaters tonight. Right back with them. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. I am not optimistic that Kristen Welker, the NBC News correspondent, who is moderating tonight's debate in Nashville, Tennessee, will ask questions important to voters. I hope she will, but I'm not optimistic. So here are some suggestions from your humble correspondent who has interviewed seven presidents over my career. Let's begin with Donald Trump. Now, I have interviewed him dozens of times. I was always tough, but respectful. I did not try to hurt Mr. Trump or any other politician. So my question tonight, my lead question, would be this. Mr. President, in hindsight, should you have actively promoted wearing masks to mitigate COVID? Should you have done that in a more aggressive way, especially in the beginning? Second question. Mr. President, many of your subordinates do not like you. Are you too tough a boss? And then I would have the names of people who didn't like him, who spoke badly about him in public, if Mr. Trump would say, oh, no, no, they all like me, which he might. The third question for the president, why do you think the corporate media dislikes you so much? And the fourth question, Mr. President, you could order Attorney General Barr to discuss the Durham investigation about corruption in the Russian collusion situation. You could order him to publicly discuss it. Why don't you? That puts Donald Trump on the spot because this Durham report, vital to American voters. And I don't know why it isn't being discussed in public by the Attorney General. Only President Trump could answer that. Now, Joe Biden has refused over the years my very kind invitations to chat. He told me face-to-face in Washington one time he would never interview with me, and he laughed. Why would I do that, O'Reilly? Well, maybe you want to have a lively back and forth so the folks could get a measure of you. Mr. Vice President. First question for Mr. Biden from me. Your son Hunter made millions of dollars. Do you believe you helped him do that? There would be follow-up questions to Biden's answer. If he said this stuff has been discredited, I would just shred him. Number two, Mr. Biden, are you aware that the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation is a Marxist group? And what do you think about that? Question number three, Mr. Biden, why do you believe American taxpayers should fund the health care of undocumented aliens? You said so in a debate. And number four, if you were ever a pro athlete, Mr. Vice President, would you kneel during the national anthem? So those are my eight questions for the candidates. I think they're fair but they'll never be asked because we live in an age of press corruption. I'm Bill O'Reilly and I approve that message by actually writing it. Disagree, I want to hear from you, Bill at BillOReilly.com. And please consider my new book, Killing Crazy Horse, enormous bestseller. You will like it in a moment. Something you might not know. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Now the O'Reilly update brings you something you might not know. A recent financial study from Chase Bank shows two out of five Americans do not have $400 in savings. Just a quarter of American adults have enough money to cover one month's worth of bills. Another 20% do not have anything in the bank at all. 20 percent. The pandemic makes it even harder on workers. The unemployment rate now hovering around 8 percent. But there are some things that you can do every single day to save some money. First, stop eating out. The typical American family spends five thousand dollars a year on restaurants and fast food. Trip to the grocery store can save you hundred dollars each month or maybe more than that. Not to mention, it's better for your health. Next, cut down on your cable bill. The average U.S. adult hands over about $200 each month for TV and internet. That's $2,400 annually. Reducing your service can cut the price in half. Do you really need HBO? Another tip, start saving your change. Some banks now even offer services that round up credit card purchases, and other expenses to the nearest dollar. The difference is automatically sent to your savings account. It may start small, but after just one year, you can have a few hundred dollars in the bank. And what I like to do is have a big jar by the front door every time I come in, put my hand in my pocket, put the change in the jar, and you'd be surprised how that adds up. Also, use the library. Your local branch has free newspapers, books, movie rentals, classes, and more. It sounds old-fashioned, but the average family spends $1,000 a year on streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Apple Music, and you can get a lot of that free at the library. And here's something else you might not know. Another easy way to save, brew your own coffee. The average cup at Starbucks sells for $3.50. If you invested the price of a single cup of coffee every day and put that money in a savings account, after 50 years, you'd have $300,000. Back after this. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.